recording. Uh, so the mummy, this mummy is... Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, Mark. Time slip! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right. You, you can talk about anything you want but the mummy, because uh, <laughs> Dr. Tar's not here. He, he got so uh, verklempt over our, our praise of his drawing that he's uh, uh, both crying and peeing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which, let me, let me add, that's hard to do. <laughs> not for Tar. <laughs> not for Tar, it's not hard at all. This is Dr. Ta. This is Professor Feather. Uh, this might be the Midnight Gadfly. And, and it's the special guest, Mark Justice. Justice. And you are listening to Dr. Head. Dr. Head it is. Unsane Radio. 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 No. I think I chose some music that was a little too agitated. I, I don't know. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I don't mind. I don't mind. I think it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep really, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me the glow right. sticks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're going to go to the desk. The X is kicking in, man. <laughs> All right. We're back, and we're going to be continuing with the 1950s and into the 60s. So we're going to start with 1958. And how do we start with 1958? What's the movie? A Big Blob. Oh, oh, oh. well. All right, all right. Take a look at any of the seats in this room. A big blob. Oh! Hey, I'm honest. (laughs) Too close! You guys can't see me, but yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. So the blob. The blob is is actually... um, it's one of those science fiction slash horror movies. And teener movies. And was, teener movies. Yeah, this, yes. this was a drive-in movie. This is what the, the wholesome driving classic sci-fi movie. Well, this is the third scene in a movie theater, which tells you you should be seeing this in a drive-in because the blob won't get you there. <laughs> you <know>? oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's good. It also has the 30-year-old teenagers. Yes. Yeah, Steve McQueen. <laughs> Wasn't this his first movie? You think they'd know better. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was his first, but it was, uh, you That's know, like his breakout, on. kind of his breakout movie, you know. Yeah. Where, oh, he, I where heard, he really started getting recognized. Did you ever hear that he hated this so much he wanted to buy up the yes. rights and copies and all that Really? Stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. then there's also the story that he had a poster of the blob in his room where he died. Like the guy who's there, like, hanging out with him just before he passed away. There's a giant fucking movie poster of the blob there. That's kind of cool. If that's true, that's cool. Uh, it doesn't need to be true. It's just cool. It's just it cool. <laughs> but the blob, the, the blob was kind of not really a turning point. It, in a way, it was because I consider the blob, um, I consider it a, a little above the these other types of movies. Like I was a teenage werewolf, or I was a teenage. It had a, a quality to it. Just because those it was movies in color, you think? didn't. I don't think. No, it wasn't just because it was in color. It was it, the. The blob was truly creepy. 
and the in, way it, it worked. Was, it was inevitable. That's the yes. In, there was an inevitability about the whole thing. When I was a kid, it scared Ooh. the shit out of me. Me, me too. Just yeah. because uh, the creature could go anywhere, literally. Oh, yeah, it was, you know, yeah. it always freaked me out about the. It could come through the 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 furnace the vents, vents, the vents, which yeah. at the time, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's a, you, you immediately looked at the vents yep. in your house and went, "Whoa!" Oh, give me something cold that I could dump down there. And your parents are going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, like it knows where you are. Yes, you know? which is which is what terrified me about the mummy as a kid, like especially the Hammer film. Like he just kind of supernaturally knew where you were and could find you, no matter how slow he was. Yeah, he would get you eventually, and that's kind of like the blob. Yes, I saw the blob. I was eight years old, and I saw it at the theater, in you know, our actual movie theater, not at the drive-in. And you know, I was eight years old, so the Did scene, you- that scene of the movie theater and the blob coming through and everything, um, it was me and a bunch of my friends, and we were all even at eight years old. We were critics, and the one thing that we all uh, laughed about is when it came through. It just looks like a model. You know, it, it and we're all Photograph, going, and, actually. And, and we're all sitting there going, ah, that's so fake. But but we're all looking back at the projector and, you know, going <laughs> and we can, I, you know, just I can remember seeing in my friend's faces. We all have that little look of trepidation on us. And, yeah. you know, and I never thought about it until, you know, years later. But that's that was brilliant. You know, that mm-hmm. was brilliant. That's like getting into um, William Castle movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. don't they come up sometime soon? Uh, they yeah, do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Now I watch. I, the I think it's funny you said the model thing. Yeah. Say, say again. <laughs> oh, the, the, the whole photograph. That's what I think of. <laughs> Speaking of blob. But anyway, yeah. Well, what fifty-eight? Oh, going back. When was the fly made? Was that fifty-seven, fifty-eight? The body horror thing. That, you know, the transmutation. The, what year was the? What year did the fly, the fly come in? I thought it was sixty. No, 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 no. Was the it? first one. It was like 58, was it 58? 57. Really? really? I don't know. David Henderson? 1958. It was in 58. Yeah. yeah. The whole transmutation thing. Yeah. Well, this so fucking cool. list I got is just a piece of shit. Well, that's Dad. because that's science fiction. But that is science fiction. I considered it science fiction. It yeah. is, but the, it. Well, it goes but with I what can we're justify that about. by the horror elements, though, too. That's what I said. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. It's that commingling the head and the press. Of, right. of science fiction and horror. It's a lot of the mixturing of the, of, the, of the genres, right? It's not clearly hardcore defined as just pure science fiction, right. which I like. I like that fact because you can be scared in a science movie, science fiction movie. And Cronenberg. Well, that like, comes back to the you know the later stuff, The Thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, those right. movies are, you know, <laughs> yeah. Which Cronenberg takes to a, a new level. When he redoes the fly, that was uh When well, it's uh, that's interesting because we have all these conventions we go to that are they mix science fiction and fantasy, and then they just have horror. When it really mm-hmm. would be more logical to have horror science fiction. But if you and look at just, all of them, they just all fantasy. they all flow through each other, and it's just nah, fantasies are just out there. Fan- fantasies. No, 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 I I, I, I disagree take, because Star Wars is fantasy. Yep, and uh, and right. I I just with what. Everybody it's throwing in with all this new pulp. quantum, but it's stuff. also science fiction. Though. It's pope, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's what what. But it's always been that way, I guess. You know, just flowing through each other like that. All right, so back to 1958 horror. <laughs> but got, anyway, so uh, the got, fly was 58. Fly was 58. Fly was okay, was so there again, yeah, the fly yeah. is that. You know, we're back to talking to that crossover between the science fiction and the horror and body and, horror. Yeah, and body horror, which it. was okay. which I'm, was I'm very down. prevalent. Yeah, I'm down. I'm convinced. 
All right, so and it, and that is a creepy fucking movie because the and there's a one scene that creeps me out in that movie and it doesn't just creep me out it makes me like infinitely sad is the uh, help me help. <laughs> seriously oh, like yeah. it's not funny really? at all like it, like oh, no, you laugh at it but it's no like, no no, we, no I do, I'm but, laughing because it did creep me yeah, out too because it it's still yeah. to this day when I see that it, you know as cheesy as it is it really just like it hits like that 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 nerve and I think this is what real good horror does it's yep. there's something it's horrific mm-hmm. but it's also sad but what I also read where uh, who was it Vincent Price and the other guy playing with him supposed to be the inspector. They both kept laughing so hard, they had to keep recutting that scene when they were supposed to be, when he was supposed to be smashing that fly. Anyway. Yeah, but it's it's also, it's Vincent Price. I mean, you know. Right. That's enough said. Like, if it's a Vincent Price, it could be the shittiest movie on the, in the world. If oh, and Price he's been in, in a couple. Yeah, no, that, no doubt. But <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Still watch no, it. No, no, I, 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 yeah. I, I don't. You, you can't not watch a Vincent Price movie. It just pulls you in no matter what. And there's always that little, almost a, at times, a touch of that wink to the audience and that, like, I'm having so much fun with this role. How can I not just enjoy it? You know, how could you not enjoy it, you know, as what? a fan, as no, an audience? No, his deal was like, I'm yeah. making so much money with this role. I'm going to go buy art and cook. <laughs> that was I his whole life outside of oh, making movies. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Buying he came to uh, the college where I taught a few years before I started teaching there. What? And uh, did a did a presentation and talked. And I did not I did not know he was there. This was before I started teaching there. But I uh, would have loved to oh, have. If I had known he was there, I would have gone to see him. And from from what I've heard from uh, my my colleagues and uh, who had seen him, he said they were just the most gracious man, and just just told stories and, and just talked and was kind to everybody. And I thought, Oh man, I just wanted to say thank you. That's all I wanted to do. A gentleman. You, you don't, you don't, yeah. he was that a, and that's his legacy. You know, um, it, you know, he was a really good actor, Carl but he was, was like he was a too. nice guy. You know that? Yeah. You, you love to hear that, you know? And yeah, very humble and, yes. and just very, it is very accommodating and just a, a, genuinely nice person his, yes. da- his daughter is making the con circuits and she talks about him as well and it's interesting uh, it, that you know she's become quite the darling of the con circuit as well um mm-hmm. and just uh you know kind of uh continuing the myth but also demystifying it you know just you know talking about what he was like as a, as a dad and all that kind of stuff which i think is really interesting because you you get these genuine people in in the industry and you go okay and he loved i think he had fun making fun of himself being in that role. You know what I mean? If you watch him, because of going back and forth between his movies and, and TV. Oh, wait till we get you to know, Dr. You, Fibes. You just, yeah, you wait till we get to Dr. Fibes. I'm Fibes is awesome. Yeah. But All right, right, so we're in the 58. 58. We just uh, got the black. Uh, so, so we got Blood uh, of the- Fiend Without a Face. Yes. Wasn't that about that time? I don't know what, what year that came out. Oh, the brains that crawled. The uh, brain eaters. The, Okay, so we Ooh, have, that, yeah, but they were fifty-eight. See, if they had the monsters from uh, the, you know, the fiend without a face in the brain eaters, in the brain eaters, the brain been eaters yes, would have been yes. a fucking, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, fucking classic. <laughs> but that would have been, it would have been that that movie was. Remember the beginning when he's like walk walking with that glowing orb. Yes, I was supposed to be carrying one of the crit. Anyway, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I liked the movie. I, I did too. I really but it. It, it was it, it was. It was pretty. Ap- <laughs> it was pretty atmospheric. Until you got to the fuzzy slipper slugs. Well, yeah, whatever. That really brought it down several notches, right there. Another movie from '58 that I just recently watched again. I buried the living. Hmm. 
Mm. With Richard uh, Richard Boone. Yes. Mm. Paladin. Look at that. Richard Boone. Pulled, he pulled that right out of uh, Wikipedia. But some of the... Like that. Yes. <laughs> I, I pulled that out of my Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was a tight one. So did Smell I. Smell that. Look at this. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I Bury the Living. Have you... Who's... That's interesting. Raise your hands if you've seen this, kids. I did. I have seen it. Yes. Yeah, okay, so three out of the four of us have seen it. Yeah. Um, you ought to watch it. You can it always ag- guess who hasn't seen it. You, you ought to watch Yes. You ought to watch it again. And you ought to watch it, Gadfly. I will. Because it's actually an interesting movie. It's 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 a, a very strange movie, I think, and it, it gets panned pretty big time because it's slow paced. It is kind of slow paced, but the actual story but the photography and the photography is, is good, is and amazing. the story is really pretty interesting. Richard Boone is a kind of a forceful actor. The the, the map actually becomes kind of a, a star in the movie. It yes, is. yes, and they do. I think that's incredible how they do that. Don't you think they had like one scene where? They had the map, but it was backlit. You know, as I yes. it was like a tissue where it kind of had a, a glow to it, which was if you see the movie, it, it's pretty. It's impressive. It's a, yeah, it's kind of a. Cool it's not. A, that's why I said it's not it's a an, bad movie. Oh, by, this is by I bury the living. I bury the living. It's an odd, yeah. low budget movie that was, the list, was good. Yeah. Right, involves this feeling of being cursed and and you know pre predicating people's deaths. But, and, you know, and Richard Boone randomly. is not yeah, your you know. your classic. Hero type guy or whatever. Well, he was at the time. Or, well, he, but or right he, around I little, guess he was that craggy look. But he has that. He's craggy looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Did you ever see the TV series he was in? Paladin. Paladin. No. No. That was, yeah. Have Gun Will that. Travel is the name of the series. Yeah. Have Gun Will Travel. My dad knows um, that, I but used no, to, I didn't. Yes, I used know. to watch it all when I was a kid, and and then when I saw him in this movie later on, you know, because I I'm doing more from the, from the. Uh, Paladin role, TV role, but uh, it was interesting then to see this movie and to watch him and and yeah, I liked him and he has a certain no charisma. he does I've I've seen him. you and know he what does I, a pretty good job he does a pretty good job he, in I bury the you living. want to know what my one of my first introductions to him was my parents took us to the drive-in and it, and not telling us what was playing but anyway it was it was a John Wayne movie uh, Big Jake or whatever and he was in it. But anyway, it's like, uh, you know, I got to sit here and watch this. But anyway, then, uh, but anyway, I make it through this movie and I'm kind of interested in it. All of a sudden, the second movie was uh, Valley of Guanji. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. it was just kind of, a, it just kind of blend the whole thing together. But it was kind of interesting. It was, but I did like Big Jake, actually, when I was a little kid. <laughs> Yeah, I was a John Wayne fan when I was a kid. Too. I wasn't, but it was, I liked I was, that movie. I was a lot. Were you? Yeah. I you just, were. Oh, yes. I you just were. called up Richard Boone on Wikipedia, and I'm like, oh, I know who that dude is. <laughs> like, see, yeah, when you go, see him, Yeah, yes. absolutely. Love that dude. Oh, yeah, he wasn't, like, he, he was not a nobody by, no, by any no, means. No, no, you know, Twilight Zone, he was on he's a lot rocking, of Twilight Zone. He's rocking a, a Vincent Price mustache. Oh, yes. Or vice versa. I, I think know. he's I just think a craggy he, motherfucker. I Yes. But anyway, I Bury the Living, which was 58. Did, now, what didn't some Hammer movies come out in 58? Yeah, the first uh, Dracula came out. Um, uh, I think it was called Blood of Dracula, maybe. In the, in, no, it's just in, called in Dracula. Ter- Terrence Fisher they, with Peter Cushing. Well, they call that. Lee, oh, it was, maybe it was called Blood of Dracula in the States, maybe. Okay. That's my name. Because it's not be confused is this a, with is, Universal. Which one says? It's the, it's the one with Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee. Uh, uh, is this the first one or is this? Yeah, the first one. Oh, it's 
retitled horror of Dracula in the States. Okay. All right. So yeah. So is, to avoid confusion with the I Universal. I thought this was like 57. But anyway. No, it's 58. 58. When was yeah. uh, Frankenstein? Curse of Frankenstein. 57. Curse of Frankenstein was 57, I believe. Oh, that was the first one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, the Dracula. And it this has was that, the again, follow-up to it. All the hammer has that that the, the setting uh the sets are gorgeous that, that old you know, late and 1800s 1890s and you get that feel every bit is identifiable with hammer as like universal's back right. lot but didn't with they, their, their films it but looks like you they can get, tell universal from the you know it just has that look the same forest is yeah. used in frankenstein and the wolfman has that feel you know it's just feel it's a look didn't they get the rights from uh universal weren't they like in production whatever connection with each other that's why they could do these wasn't it well, i'm not sure but they just kind of basically redid all of universal's monsters right they and i thought the, i thought it was in conjunction no, no, with most of that stuff is public domain so i mean there's anybody can do just the characters stuff, yeah. no not at the time it wasn't no it, yeah it's been for oh quite frankenstein a and dracula were <laughs> both, yeah. at the time yeah so it's both both i mean you, i thought you uh not dracula anyway, i'm thought, sorry not dracula I thought the whole production was. thing with hammer for the original ones, it you could know, be. Like, you could be right. You could be right. There was nobody here seems to know. No, I would say Universal. It wasn't in, but it, at, by this time, okay, we're talking to almost two hundred years uh, or one hundred and fifty years. You know, since Shelley wrote it from the Frankenstein yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Frankenstein, Frankenstein is yeah. definitely public domain. Right. No, I just Dracula the as such the, wasn't well, at that time. Well, I think it. I think it passed into public domain after. Mark, are you uh, you okay over there? I'm good. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The only thing I was saying was just the direction, because they still had elements from the Universal movies in these things. I mean, they did, yeah, they did their own take on it, which was great. That's where it took off at. But it was still, they had, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Well, what would I be really interest, liked it. What would I be interesting to know is if Hammer, you know, got a hold of the Dracula, uh, Bram Stoker estate, and maybe they made a deal with him. That, that's, who you, that's who you would make the deal with, not with Universal. Well, because Universal, I, that I don't know because and, and what, but I'm not real sure. I think Gaffly was saying that when did is Dracula? When did it go out into public domain? I, yeah, right. I don't. So yeah, that, that, I'm that sure. that's a whole. But I thought it was. I thought it, there was some kind of a, a, a business connection. Yeah, we don't know. Nobody seems to really know. That could be though. Gonna, Very good. Could be. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, well, look, I do know. 1962 is when Dracula went into the public domain. Okay, oh, so anything officially. before, you're right. Right. Is, it would have to have been negotiated or was iffy because he really never copyrighted it. So in the United States, it was not. In, it was in public domain the whole time. But in the United Kingdom, not till 1962. But was, you know, maybe they were basing it on the movie and not. Use that name, you're done. It's the name. Yeah, the name, you're done. Yeah, it's <laughs> you your, say your, Dracula. They, they, well, they, yeah, they oh, clearly, that's the copyrighted. They, they clearly paid some money to. I bet to you say, they. Did. Yeah, yeah. Why not? To his state, yeah. to his estate to get him. And they made some great movies. There's sure the bottom did. line. Oh, Whatever yeah. happened, the horror, the Hammer horror movies. But I think if you, if, fun, you, yes. if you've read Dracula, I think um, it, it's funny because nobody really hits the 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 book. But each of the the real deal movies, the original Dracula with uh, Lugosi, uh, Lugosi hits some things, but not everything. Um, 
And then the hammer Dracula hits some things, but not everything. Forget about vampire. Nosferatu but, hits some things, but not yes, everything. Yes, uh, yeah. because Nosferatu makes him much more monstrous. Uh, you know, he makes him this. The way, yeah, yeah but the then, old vampire. Right, but here's what I like is Coppola is the other one, I think, in that trilogy of people who made a, a Dracula movie. And I made mean, it, incorporates and, all and, that. And, and, and hits on something in the book. Um, so Coppola then puts Nosferatu with, you know, the, the romantic, beautiful Dracula and, you know, kind of melds those two, but keeps it a studio production. Yep. Remember... Uh, but um, that's what Dracula... The, Professor the, uh, Feather and I saw this in the theater at Southwick Mall. And uh, <laughs> we walked out going, what a piece of shit from Coppola, right? We did. We were mm-hmm. like going, what the fuck was that train scene? Oh my God, Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Whose uh, accent is horrible. Oh, it's the Budapest. Budapest. But if these vampires. But if you watch it with the proper lens, I love that term, the proper lens, um, it is actually genius. It really is an homage to a lot of different things. Studio actors, all this kind of stuff, you know, just play, you know, I don't know. It's There's just something so wonderful about that. I like movie. it. Well, I, I, there are parts where I didn't like it. But your aspects of it, especially Keanu Reeves, he was just a, not a good fit for this role. But I thought visually it had some great looks. And, and the things they did with Dracula, the looks they gave him and the use of shadow and light that reminded me of, you know, like something you would see in a silent era. You know, real shadow, not, well, not CGI. That was just gorgeous. Yeah, when we saw and how they did the, you know, the the independent shadow moving off and everything. Yeah. Even though we, when we came out of it saying it was a piece of shit, we still said that was cool. Yeah, no, yeah, that exactly. was really, yeah. there were scenes that we liked really cool. And I think, I think my major reaction from it was his, his absolute piss poor choice of actors, you know? Yes. Um, if but, he'd had, except for, except for who? Mr. Oldman. Oh, well, yeah. And he just inhabited that role. Oh, okay. Although it was really weird. I saw <laughs> behind by the scenes Dr. footage Tom. of him and as the, when he's in the bat, uh, you know, makeup and he's talking in his regular like British accent. And it just threw me off. What? Like yeah. I'm wanting to hear his track. And he's like, okay, so I'm standing over here. I'm like, no, Dracula. Oh, no. And it's just like, well, and who played Van Helsing? Oh, yes. Tom Waits, right? No, no, he was, no. He, he, was he was Renfield. He was Renfield. Oh, Renfield. He was great yeah, too. Great that, choice for Renfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, Tom no, Waits. No, no. And the lava beans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because he was he was one of the best parts of the movie too. Like, if you really, mm-hmm. so even you know, I think it's it's like what our, uh, our that pot, scene where he's sitting around the fireplace and he's like, there's so that raw bloody yeah. roast beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah, Dracul. <laughs> Yeah, and he's his 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 uh, Anthony Hopkins is impossible to understand. I have to watch it with subtitles. Like I can't understand <laughs> God the thing he says. But he's so yeah, nonchalant he just, about it all. The though. Top. Yeah, he's no nonchalant. Yeah. It's like this is all accepted. Uh, everything that's mm-hmm. going on is accepted. We're yeah, just we're dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to dwell on it, but let's, can we jump back? Let's what do you see some raw beef. Did you like him in Wolfman? In yes. the Wolfman? Oh, I, yeah. actually, I I, I like. The Wolfman was actually. I just. Watched I went it back. About a year I just ago. went back and Great. rewatched. I awesome. It. I really like it. Anyway, all right, go ahead. It, we got it, a little off track. 
But, <laughs> but yeah, the, Especially but the, nonetheless. Well, that just all come, you know, just all, it evolves out of that, uh, out yeah. of that, those Hammer movies, and you know, yeah. which and, and which evolved out of the Universal movies. Yep. We are yeah. talking, after all, the history of horror. Right. Horror. And its influences into even <laughs> In, today. Exactly. You know, sixty years later. How it, yeah, you know, how it all, how it all comes around. That's absolutely yeah. true. But back to fifty-eight. Yeah, you said. You know, we talked about that. Um, um, macabre. Yeah. Oh, uh, William Castle. Oh, that kind of was, you know, that was kind of a boring movie. But when I was a little kid, when I first saw it, the idea of uh, uh, a little kid being buried alive, or the idea that scared me. That that creeped me out. I, like, why is someone building a coffin in the backyard? <laughs> and it just has a, <laughs> but it just has that weird. Yeah, it was. I got. It was one of those things. I was watching Creature Features or whatever it was. And uh, that came on, and so you watched it just to see it. And and anyway, that's yeah. what creeped me out. Yeah. And then they had that. Look, isn't there a scene where they show like a, the 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 skeleton plop out, and it's like a fake or whatever it was? And it, yeah, that was kind of gross. Yeah, it was kind of a weird movie. And he's screaming at the end in the grave. Blah! Whatever. It's just, <laughs> How'd that go? Blah! <laughs> Instant replay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And then we get into the classy shit. Monster, <laughs> monster on the campus. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, I know. Bad, like that's you. such an awful you movie. I about like it. that. Yes. Yeah. So bad and, is and, good. And Screaming Skull. How could you clarify what Oh, no, <laughs> but Monster on Campus. Uh. Yeah, oh. with Troy Donahue. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And a big dragonfly. That sucked the coelacanth <laughs> blood, yes. and the guy and the guy drips. Which I it thought in, was very cool. And he drips it into his pipe and smokes it. But it's all all the special effects and all the all of the appliances are just so. That's an awesome. They're movie. so bad. No, but it's so such an bad. awesome. Oh, it movie. is. It is. I know. I, I agree. And then there's one of my all time favorite movies. I hate to admit this. I, no, I don't hate to admit it. I do admit it. I am an Ed Wood fan. Night of the Ghouls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bullshit. bullshit. That'll mean something in a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it won't. <laughs> that movie, yeah, that is a pretty fucked up movie. Uh, oh, sorry. That is a very yeah. bad movie. Yeah. Uh, Tor, yeah, with Tor, wasn't Tor like Tor? supposed to be Lobo though? Yes, it was kind of a sequel. But he was like <laughs> melted from the other movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've not seen either Ghouls. Oh God, for oh, half you have, life. oh really? For a while, yeah. yeah. And he wears a turban. Oh man, it, they're just yeah. They're it's one of my all time favorite movies. We the, can do the, that. the seance scene <laughs> is 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 <laughs> so so good. So good. <laughs> okay, uh, wait. I have a question because with the Edward movies, which is the one that has the almost surreal stage scene with the floating instruments playing jazz? Mom, that's it. That's the that's scene we're okay. talking yeah, about. I think okay. that was okay. actually. Yeah, that's I think that was even part I of love the that. soundtrack. Okay, so I think that that, that movie's genius. No, seriously. Sure. Uh, no. <laughs> no, there's something very like uh, it, it it really is surreal. No, it really is just like painting in film. It, it's there's just scene after scene of just fucking bizarre ideas and weird shit. I watched that and I went, 
What the fuck? And I love, okay, I love when I go, what Painting the fuck? in film does not come yes. in mind when I think of Ed Wood, but. If you go back to my original statement, I said, this is one of my favorite movies. And yeah. I was not no, joking. No, I was laughing. No, I was laughing at you. No, I was so, laughing at you. And now I didn't so I didn't realize what movie we were talking about. So, yeah, title, <laughs> me and titles are bullshit. <laughs> it is a weird movie. I'd love to do this one. But uh, that that pretty much takes us through uh, 58, I believe. Uh, the thing. Oh, there's a few more. About the Screaming Skull. Yes, we could talk about the Screaming Skull. Oh, about we could, but we won't. Talk about it, Mark. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. I think the Screaming Skull is boring. Yeah, it's it's a really awful movie, but I really want to talk about one that was actually I really like in this uh, 1958, The Crawling Eye. Oh, oh yes, but that's science fiction. Yeah. That well, there again. Well, but it, it still it, has that kind a of that horror element to it. Monster on this mountain, yes. and and it's killing these people, and you got this giant. I mean, it's a really no, bizarre you're, you're you know, right, giant though. eye. But and it's, the decapitator, the 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 climber when they pull the body up and it's missing the head. Yeah, yeah there's got a ripped lot of off. horror elements. Uh, was an F troop in this? Uh, yes, yeah, Forrest, it was um, Forrest, Forrest Tucker. Forrest Tucker. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's also it's called the Trollenberg Terror, and, and it's European release for Crawling Eye, I think, in the States. But or my nine. Oh, really? <laughs> that, had a, yeah, know. I always liked uh, Crawling Eye. It scared me as a kid. It was just a really Until they actually problem. showed you the Crawling Eye, then it was like... Uh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, saying that, that little model, the way that eye darted around looking all wet and thing, oh, that was kind of creepy. Yeah. There are some... There's some creepy moments it's a slow movie um but you know i mean i'm approaching these movies as i did when i was 10 or oh, so me the too. first time i saw them seven or how oh well, yeah i mean that's it made it yeah that's what made the impact I enjoyed it yeah. and appreciated it as a kid and as an adult like yeah like the kid in me still really like loves this stuff even though it's the adult in me says i want to fast forward all the first 20 minutes because it's so slow you know oh, did we ever yeah. tell you what uh feather and i's uh we were talking about doing like a prequel to this. You know, we, you know, do actually do a good movie where it would be like in the in the Andes. You know how he talks about this happened before in the Andes, right? You, you, you start telling that story. The woman got hacked to death, and it was oh, Andy. Wanted, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what movie were we talking about? The Trollenberg Terror. The crawling eye. Crawling, crawling eye. eye. The screaming skull. Not to oh, be confused right. with the no, crawling eye. Where's the crawling eye, eye now? Oh, crawling eye. Here's my crawling eye story. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick it up and Hold put up. it back. Hold up. 1964. I had just moved from Indiana to Ohio in on the summer. In the summer of 64. Ohio. Ohio. And Ohio. I was living in this little... You damn Hoosier! I was living in this little <laughs> town, that little bitty village, this unincorporated, called Neapolis, Ohio. And Represent! Probably, I think, I think it had a population of about 250 or 300, right around there. Plus! Very, very little, very little, or 17. Okay, yeah, <laughs> kind of hard to judge back then. Um, but anyway... Was I was I was a new kid in this little small town. Lived in this really little small house, and I, I knew nobody. I had some friends. I had a cousin who I hated, um, <laughs> so I never I, I never hung out with him. And I had these other other friends, but that's a whole nother story. Anyway, to get back to this, this is a Friday night, and I'm out just doing nothing, and it's like getting into uh, dusk, and this really, and I'm 14 years old. That's very critical. 
this He's walking around with the boner all the time. <laughs> semi. It was semi. Oh, semi. You got problems. But anyway, this really this really this really good looking girl and her brother comes walking by and she's probably 15, 14, 16, around that area. Very nice looking. And I'm standing there and they come by and the boy stops and so the girl stops. And he goes, hey, how you doing? I said, I'm doing fine. He goes, he says, and he. <laughs> I can see that. And it's just. <laughs> So anyway, I said, you know, I introduced myself and they introduced themselves. And I won't say their names, you know, to protect the innocent. Whatever. And so we started just kind of talking and, and, and we went up we went up to the store and it's getting darker and darker. You and look we different. come back. You and they, look different in profile. And they said, uh, we come back and they and it's we started just goofing around, just messing around. And, you know, my, my whole attention is on this girl. And um, so... It gets late. It gets like a, almost 11.30. And they say, hey, Can you, you want to come up to it? We said, we've got a TV in, in our room, in our bedroom, up you know up in our house. And you want to come up and watch a movie? It comes on at 11.30. I said, sure. What's the movie? They said, it's The Crawling Eye. And I went, oh, I've never seen that movie. So the whole time that we're up in their bedroom watching The Crawling Eye on I don't know, Creature Features, I guess it was. It was either Friday or Saturday night. My whole attention was on this girl because she's laying in this bed while we're watching. I'm going, holy, you know, I'm just, I, I was just fascinated with her. And, uh, and what was crawling? And then, and then, yeah, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the crawling it wasn't eye crawling. anymore. <laughs> but I remember it was crawling one now, eye. Now That's this is going. this is where this is this is where the dichotomy of my personality comes in. Quiver and as the, as it progressed, I started watching the movie. And pretty soon, I was just watching the movie until commercials came. And I was really focused on the movie and not the girl anymore. But during the commercials, I was focused on the girl. And the beard. But, but isn't that weird? Coming back, you know, I was a 14-year-old so boy cr- with raging so, hormones. So cr- but crawling, the, I the crawling, overrode your urges yes, for sex. It, yes. Isn't that amazing? That just goes to show you where my brain works. I need sub, I need subtitles for tar, gonna, for what Tar just said. weird feather. <laughs> That's my crawling eye story. Moving on. Okay. So we're so after the movie. Then what happened? I went home. Okay. So we're thinking on, about that movie. So, wow, I'd like to see that again. <laughs> we're under nineteen. You know what I did when I went home? Nineteen fifty nine. That's what you did. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> Uh, 1959, you got Attack of the Giant Leeches. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> right after that movie. <laughs> oh, it's that a was blur. the first time I contracted something from looking at a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it took years for the electrolysis to take, but I did get a giant leeches. I like, giant. You, I like how you said it was the first thing. <laughs> right. Oh, there's a history behind that one. That's a whole other show. <laughs> Good. Uh, giant leeches. I like giant leeches. The monsters. I I want to do. I I would like to do that if we ever do that. Well, that brings us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd like to bring back like the, the hillbillies. Like the, like the, I would like to do the hillbillies again. You know, throttling and that kind of weird throbbing, um, throbbing kind of thing. Like the yeah, throbbing. Well, speaking <laughs> of one eye, the uh, antithesis 
of uh, like a cat purr, you know, like like the, <laughs> you know, it was a weird kind of whatever. Yeah, yeah. Giant leeches was was a very. I see it all the time on you know when I was a kid on Saturdays they would show it on any super host or you know stuff like that would show it. And oh yeah, the other one, beast beast from haunted cave, the haunted cave. With that goofy monster at the end, what the hell was that? I was the whole just, story was, but it was kind of creepy in a way. Though. It was kind of creepy, I thought. Uh, but the whole story was just su- such a, you Weird. know, it, 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 it didn't really deal with the beast. No, right, no. It was like it lured you in with the title, and you didn't get it till yeah. the last. Yeah, like, it was it was a heist movie. But what do you <laughs> yeah. think of the beast? Though I keep looking at it, it's like, oh, that was cheesy. But yet, yeah, that's kind of. It was kind of creepy. I, I kind of liked it. I I I, I liked it the beast. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Oh, you know what was weird though is when they showed not weird but scary, wasn't they? Showed him up against the wall with the spider web on him, and they had you know you could tell like you know they had the makeup and make them look like they had like their blood sucked out or never. She's still alive. Oh yeah, I liked those scenes, but you had to wait till the end of the movie to see them. No, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah it, way it was too just, late. It was just that um, crime heist movie. Bucket of Blood. Oh, now here we're getting into Corman and Corman. also um, horror, horror comedy. Horror comedy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bucket of Blood. And Dick Miller. And Dick Miller. Oh, is that where he makes the sculptures? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, when we bypassed a little shop of horrors on this list. When did he No, come that out? was like 60. Was it oh, was it 60? Okay. 60 Grand something. 60, oh, we'll get to early it 60s. That's what I, I thought was that was thinking. earlier, but yeah, Rocket of Blood with the with the beatniks and the the, the poetry yeah, and the yes. awesome. rat hats, and yeah. the, you know, very very uh, topical movie because you know, right then was the the, the beat generation mm-hmm. was really flying high at that time, you know, and public domain. So there's a lot of horror hosts that are doing some great takes on it, including Tar and Feather. If you've not heard of Tar and Feather, tarandfeather.com, T A R R A N D F E T H E R dot C O M. They have a lot of ancillary content there too. There you go. <laughs> I guess we do. <laughs> this this show is sponsored by tarnfeather.com. Yeah, bucket of blood. I I it went from my sponsor. Really enjoyed. I saw in the, like when I was in the in grad school. I think it was the first time I saw it actually, and I thought it was a just a great, you know, example of Corman's efficient filmmaking, and as well as just kind of creepy story in a way it reminded me a little bit of like the well the wax museum you know same basic premise yes yes you know and uh just yeah. with that with that humor though yes what's the name of the, the what year are we in 58 uh, 59 59 yeah Ooh, uh invisible invaders i know that's another one that kind of borders on that sci-fi horror thing but what has that, Zombies, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and they act a lot like you know the whole. You kind of wonder if uh, George hadn't seen that and oh, kind sure. of incorporated some of those aspects. Yeah. To yeah. It. Anyway. Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of good stuff in '59. Uh, no, there's not, but that was fun. No, <laughs> Curse of the Undead. Well, there you go. Uh, oh, what's, what's, there you what's go. that? That's, is ghost that of Dragstrip Holler. Oh, oh, Ghost of Dragstrip Holler. <laughs> uh, I watched that for the first time the other day. Oh, oh that's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it, it, that's the first time you only see, what's his name? Uh, Paul Blistel. Yeah. He's actually in the movie. In the they, movie. They unmask yes. him and it's him. Other clown, so, giant Gila monster. Oh, one of my favorites. Lock up. <laughs> 
foot up. Yeah. I remember seeing Gila Monster when I was out in Arizona. I was probably five or six years old, and I was expecting it to be much scarier because I'd seen the movie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're kind of small. I guess you're not so bad. Put your boys Ow! Ow! Well, yeah, I mean, we got we got another William Castle. Yeah, House on Haunted Hill. And, oh, oh, my gosh. Such a fun movie. That's a great movie. We actually, oh, Tar and Feather Psycho yeah. Cinema actually has an episode where we show uh, House on Haunted Hill. That. I first saw that on The Ghoul. Uh, the Ghoul. Oh, everybody Detroit, showed yeah. that one. Yeah, Detroit. It was, uh, it was the 1970s. We were living out in what? What was that place? Uh Oddicky. Oddicky, Ohio. Oh, yeah. Love Ohio. That. I love that house. Um, we were at an Oddicky, and we uh, we had to literally run outside and twist the antenna <laughs> to get it to I point. Love yeah, we yeah. did that. And it was like, it was uh, it was uh, channel 50 or 20. Or no, it was 50. 50 was, yeah, the ghoul. And uh, oh, it was I so could, I so could good. hear you yelling from the porch. No, over. No, <laughs> no, no. He was a, he, he, no, he was a good dad. He was outside. Twisting around, he, he threw really me was. a blanket. He really was. He's like, "What's it look?" He's like, "What's it look like now, boys?" <laughs> boys, yeah. And Jason and I are like going, "Oh, it's fuzzy." <laughs> and I'm going, "Perfect, perfect." Yeah. But it's we can tell what foil. he's. We can tell what he's saying. That is funny though. Seeing fuzzy movies, I would sit there and during a snowstorm oh, or something oh, like that. There's no. I would just kind of tough yeah. it out and kind of watch. That's the thing. We we really would. We really would tough it out in those circumstances. With, That's with, all you oh, had. Yes. There was no other way That's to do it. That's all you had. Yeah. You know? You would you'd be reading yeah. your comic book, and you try to watch the movie, read your comic book or whatever, watch, try to watch you, the movie. You'd be forgiving of whatever quality it was. Yes. You know, cause I, I <laughs> because so you're much, watching the movie. I watched so much uh, um, Ultraman and Johnny Sacco yep. in, yeah. in such bullshit yep. condition <laughs> that I, it didn't matter. <laughs> I still remember yeah. this being great. Yeah. I couldn't tell if the special effects were bad. <laughs> oh, it's snowing in Japan. I can't see a thing. <laughs> oh, we, you know, uh, that another another castle movie, The Tingler. Oh, yeah, the, the Tingler. Tingler. And if it was in the French, would that be a... Be a yeah, that, that was that was the ver- that was a, the French version. Oh, the French tingler. Well, yeah, this oh, is so a French tingler. Well, yeah, and this is when they they started doing uh, it's carnival. It's it's theater. It's well, you know, it's, it's yeah. a mix. It's a mix well, of all yeah, these. Yeah. House on Haunted Hill did the same thing. So, they, no, were fighting, mean, yeah. they were he fighting. They were fighting the TV. Who, they were right. fighting the TV the yeah. It was, but it, this is when he was starting to perfect it. This in the late fifties, and we'll get into it in the next episode in the early sixties because even just covering three years in the fifties. We've done it. We're out there. <laughs> Can we just mention one more movie before we? No, get no, out? no, no. We're not done. We're just trying to. F- oh. we're just going to finish up the fifties, and we've got plenty of content. Here. Yeah, gotcha. Content. Oh, so, what movie, Mark? The Mummy. Oh the yes. Hammer Mummy. Yes. The oh, Hammer def- Mummy. Yeah, that's that's. I actually think that's the best movie. I think it is yeah. too. Oh I, really? I actually think so. No, too. I love. I, no, I like Carlo. It's a different, like movie. It's a different movie altogether. But as far as like mummy movies go, it's a, it's, it's Christopher Lee's mummy as what has stayed with me and gives me goosebumps even as I speak. As far as the, the movie that scares the shit out of me, you it's because, his portrayal. It's that it's like that presence of you're right. It just I, looks terrifying coming out of that, that swamp. L- I'm like, oh my god! I just shit my pants again. <laughs> You know <laughs> that lumbering terror, yeah. That would yeah, be. and and in the original, there's almost no mummy. <laughs> you know, well, he was, but you didn't. Yeah, I, I just want to say that I love the I love the original. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, right. I appreciate how short it is. 
<laughs> I mean, that's, no, seriously. <laughs> no, like, I like, agree. Like it, it's it it is the kind of story that has to be that short, and it's good because it's that short, but, and you know, and yeah. it is a good movie. Yes, but just not what you wanted. No, a no, mummy. No, this mummy. Right. This mummy. No, because it, this kind of goes more towards the the forties mummy. You know, the lumbering, indestructible. <clears throat> Yeah, after the first after, you, after yeah. the first mummy. Yeah. And if and if you haven't seen the drawing that Dr. Tar does of this mummy, oh man, it's awful. It, it's just it's just fantastic. It? Yeah. You know, here's uh, Mark, here's the great thing is watching him at a convention. What convention was that? Was it Dark X? No, it was Retro. No, no, retro. no, well, before that. Retro. We didn't make any money. Yeah. Yeah. Retro. <laughs> the poor one, yeah. The Retro. Yeah. yeah. Retro Vision. Yeah, it was, it was in Westlake. It was one in Westlake. Yeah, yeah, it was, Cha- yeah. Nah. It, it was, uh, now I'll say this: the hotel was good, but the hotel? Um, <laughs> right. We, and we had phenomenal pizza and watched That's Godzilla. Right. Pizza by Robert. Yeah, pizza. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I, th- I think um, watching you know watching watching Tar draw that and redraw it, and how much time, how many times he erased it, and said no, 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 yep, 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 you know, and just. I think that to me is like a, one of the fun things. Mark, you still there? Mark, we've lost Doctor Head. We've been paying. Mark, are you there? Uh, the Hammer Mummy. It's just everything about that film works, and the the score is is fantastic. the The makeup is amazing, and it is a visceral horror. You know, Christopher Lee coming out of the swamp is just scary and the fact that he supernaturally knows where his victims are like the the leader of the expedition who he finds in the end you know the sanatorium and he's you know he goes to where he is breaks open the window and comes in and kills him that stuff made me terrified as the the, mummy would find me eventually and the high priest terrified (laughs) the red fez the fez death yeah yeah, and there was I, no and there was no ton of leaves in this one. <laughs> but it was, yeah, I agree. I agree. I saw it at the theater and you know, when it first came out and I was like nine years old. And yeah, it just I just loved it. But I he, loved all the he hammer was a, stuff. Obsessed with the fizz. I, I loved all the hammer stuff and you know, look, it, always it, look forward to no, you know it, one coming out. Yeah, here's what I'd like to ask you guys. I mean, isn't it weird that like when we were young, the heroes were Peter Cushing, uh, you know, and Christopher Lee and um, Vincent Price. These are all middle-aged to advancing men, right? But no, I'm serious. I like. Oh, no, why? No, why you laughing. know, like if you think about, I just, I just. No, if you think about, it, I was just laughing at the. If tribute. you think about who the heroes are now, they're these, they're these like Greek gods. They're like these physiques, and you know, like this chiseled feature, the beautiful people, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so the people we we loved were they were not the beautiful people, but they were they were handsome. Like there there was something about the way they looked that was very distinct. Whereas, eloquent. Yeah, it was eloquent. I don't. But this is the th- this is interesting to me because we thought the these guys were awesome. This is our heroes. I wanted to be Peter Cushing. I wanted to be Vincent Price, suave, creepy. You know, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, that, all, that, yeah, but that's true for 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 some roles, I think. But I, there were other movies I, I thought, you know, like like an action movie, you would want someone else other than, you know, I mean, you don't think of those fair guys. enough, fair enough. But I, I but I think it's interesting that you know, um, well, that yeah, that just takes you into these these are you know compartmentalized heroes and who you looked up to that right because that yeah doesn't negate the other. 
No, no. I cultural I, people that that you know you you actually looked up to, and a lot of those right. me growing up was more of the older. But how uh, I got, but in, not always because coming into it, it was people like. This is one of the things I liked about the Blob. I really like Steve McQueen. I like him as an actor. Not a beautiful and, person, and he's not a beautiful. Yeah, person. that's the great. And, yes, but see, and, is, but he has character. Right, charisma. What's interesting? But what's interesting about this? When all these were coming out, you had like famous monsters giving you the behind the scenes thing. That's where you really got involved oh, with the that's, movies yeah, and stuff. That's great you know, because it's it kind of pulled you into it. It's and now PR. these, you know, the backstory to a lot of these movies, you know, because of. And that it stuff. also helped to to for me as a kid, I always had a hard time separating fantasy from reality. You know, his, 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 <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Wait strange. a minute. Wait a minute. You love, mean love as, you, a, Mark. as love a kid, you, Mark. Mark? As, as a kid. kid. As a kid. Yeah, you don't want to rephrase that. Okay. Yeah. Haven't grown up yet. So, it, reading Famous Monsters, it was it was it was the first time where I started realizing. Sometimes it felt like, oh, so these these monsters aren't real in a way, and you kind of get behind the scenes stuff. But it it didn't take away all the visceral horror that I felt watching the Mummy oh, or no. Dracula or any of those things. Those things still scared me to death. I totally um, I totally get what you're saying. Allowed right me to now. kind of understand and appreciate all that went into the craft of movie making at a very young age. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You I, told, I totally, Especially when they yeah. told you how that, to, that was good that you explained it that way because I, I was, you know, we were making light of, you know, our fantastic belief as a child, but there mm-hmm. is, there is oh, that no. moment when you go, here's the illusion dispelled, but it's just as fucking interesting. Yep. Yeah. 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 I grew right. up with that. Yeah, well, with on, in a lot of our cases, not only interesting from, from the, just, oh, it's interesting. It's, I can do that. I can utilize that. I can. Sweet. I can do that. I could do that. Yeah. Sweet. Look. Look. look <laughs> so, we did that. Yeah. It's just like, so. Yeah. That kind of all. Yeah. Come, yeah stems. But it doesn't out of that. take away at all any of the any of the emotional reaction I have no. or how I I remember still remember feeling as a kid. Oh no. Which is That's why I still feel the, the same way about thing, the mummy today yeah. as I did you know forty five yes. years ago. It's still there is still an element when I watch it. It is still as creepy and then I recall all those emotions from that seven year old. Dr. Head, who was just terrified, you know, Absolutely. which, but, yes. which I will, I digress to uh, ghost of Mr. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you always digress. To I, that. <laughs> I saw that at the clay zone when I was a little kid. And anyway, yeah. Talking about how that imprints it, get it chicken imprint. So anyway. Yeah. I think, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what this podcast is a lot about is that we share these kinds of, uh, strange uh, relationships with fantasy and reality you know and where it where it where it, no seriously like oh, where no. where, where it kind of like it where it kind of overlaps in very interesting places I think that's the you know that's the, an interesting way that these movies actually come about is because they're a, they're a overlap of reality and fantasy you know they they have these kinds of things that and think how you actually watch them though too it, yeah you saw a combination of movies and you saw a combination of things on tv and i have to live in reality but i don't always feel real <laughs> <laughs> i fueled my hands so i think we've kind of done in the 50s <laughs> horror wise did we, oh, did, did we do did it we in <laughs> that's assassin like shit 
There are some good assassinations going on. What are you, John Wikipedia? (laughs) (laughs) John fucking Wikipedia? What? Don't touch my dome. (laughs) Don't search my URL. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so there we have it. I think think we're... uh, Done with that. <laughs> Up to speed. Hey, I would like to. I would like to bring in since Mark is our our special guest. Mark here. Justice. And, and, Mark and, Justice. And let me let me let me. Uh, Are you still say there, Mark? A, I'm still here. Okay. Let me let me let me say that again. Mark is not our special guest anymore. Mark oh, is just so one of the guys here. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Um, but anyway, Mark has recently published a new novel. His second novel. What is the name of this? <laughs> What is the name of this novel, Mark? The novel is called Gage Black Hell's Pew. Revenge. It's a splatter western. Oh, it's great. great this term. this movie or movie it should be a movie. This book this book is uh, trauma. <laughs> this book causes trauma. <laughs> that was very traumatic. Trauma. Traumatic. That was traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! This this uh, this could this, this be book? like the new spaghetti western? No, no. It paints a picture of hate and revenge, big time, and, and then it, and then it delivers. And yeah, and the the painting is quite vivid. <laughs> so <laughs> lots of ruddy. Check colors. it out. You can you can pick up a copy on Amazon. Is it Mark? Is it just uh, available as a hard cup? Hard it's a, copy it's a paperback. Paperback, uh, yes. Yeah, paperback on Amazon and uh, no Kindle, no Kindle yet. Uh, not, not yet. I'm just doing print, but I'll be doing a Kindle version uh, in probably a few months. I'll be getting it available to go that way. Yes, I think you should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's in print right now. I how much? Paper, how much is it on Amazon? Ten ninety five. Ten ninety five, and it's worth it. It's worth it. If you got Prime, it's free shipping. So yeah, um, and yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a quick read. You know, and it's a good pulp length, about 43,000 words, you know, about 128 pages. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm really happy with this book. It, it, uh, it's kind of everything I want to do as a writer, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's like the, and when people hear, you know, like when they, when I, when they see this book, they know that I wrote the cozy. And, and they're like, oh, this makes more sense. Yes, Mark did you know. write. What was the name of your first? What, what was the name of your first book? The first one's a cozy mystery called "Twas the Week After Christmas." Yes, <laughs> and it's a cozy, so and it is a cozy opposite. mystery. It's like, yes, we've got the Hallmark movie on one, and we've got the Hellmark movie on the other. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Hallmark. oh, that's great. Oh, that's a, you're a pitch man. <laughs> there we go. That's 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 trademarked. I'm looking for trademark. Get a new nickname. Uh, marketing. If anyone wants to hire me, so. <laughs> Uh, it but is a Hellmark book, so I would say definitely pick it up if you if you like your books, just gore, westerny and bloody, westerny <laughs> and bloody. Yeah, yeah it's grim. Gore, it's, dark. it's very grim and very dark, but it's a very good read. Check it out. So I just wanted to get that little plug in there for for Mark. And here we go on our way out. And that went into quest for Uranus. <laughs> You guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! Yeah, I don't know about a dump, but I gotta pee really bad. <laughs> We're gonna prolong this ending just to watch you fucking yeah, squirm! This damn acorn bladder. Squirm, bitch! Squirm! Squirm! I do the Zoidberg! <laughs> 
you. Oh, we need to do it. We got some, we gotta get some Young's tube. Oh, if all the insane radio had visuals. <laughs> This is Dr. Tom. This is Professor Feather. Oh, this is Mark Justice, a.k.a. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed! You've been listening to Unseen Radio. And we just got good head. And <laughs> you, would, uh, you should contact us at uh, unseenradio at uh, gmail.com. Unseenradio at gmail.com. And you can find us on the web at unseenradio gmail.com. Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saying it all all night, and then you give you your chance for the real take, and what do you do? He did it again. He's retarded. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Not today. You got a hemorrhoid. Oh, it'll be today. <laughs> Speed bumps. It'd be like the French tickler. <laughs> Say ah. Oh, uh, you should also check out the talent on this uh, 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 webcast podcast. 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 At tarnfeather.com. T A R R T A R R A N D F E T H E R. No A. Dot com. And every R does have to be said with an R. R. <laughs> and it's a Yar. It's not an R. Yar. Yar. Okay, and you can uh, reach Mark Justice on Facebook with really long arms. It's Mark Justice, comma, writer. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, right. I know it is. But that, that's where you can find all info, all the scoop, all the poop about his... Uh, uh, Mark Justice! Ab- about Mark Justice's uh, journey through his uh, literary quagmire. You have to read his dedication. <laughs> and you got to read the dedication. Oh, God, yes. Hey, I'm quitting my job just so I can say that word. <laughs> Well, dedication is a pretty good word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, justice wins! <laughs> Prevails!